the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's a minute before 3 o'clock, Southern California Live on KKLA and KPRZ. Monday afternoon, I'm Bob Lapine. Thanks for tuning in, being with us this afternoon. I don't know if you have plans already for tonight. I know it's kind of short notice. I don't know if you've heard about this yet or not, but there is a there's a film in theaters tonight. It's a one-night-only showing uh, and it's in theaters throughout Southern California, a documentary that, um, well, I should probably say, if you don't want to be riled up, <laughs> if, you, if you think, I don't know if my blood pressure can handle it, um, maybe you sit this one out. This is a documentary about the state of the classroom, the public school classroom in California and around the country. Uh, the title of the documentary is Whose Children Are They? And you would think the answer to that would be obvious. And yet it's not obvious in our day. This is a documentary that takes a long, hard look at all of the issues that have started making headlines, things that parents are starting to stand up and say, wait, what? Huh? Some of this because of what happened through COVID when parents were all of a sudden seeing on their home computer screens what was being presented to their children and going, no, wait, that's not what I want for my kids. So again, the documentary, it's called Whose Children Are They in Theaters Tonight Only? I think in most theaters, it's the start time is 7 or 7.30. You can go online to the website, whosechildrenarethey.com, to find out more about tickets, where it's showing. Put your zip code in. It'll show you what theaters this is showing in. And if you've got kids in public schools, if you're involved in education, uh, it would be worth carving out some time and maybe postponing whatever else you had online for tonight and getting to the theater to see uh, this documentary, which I had a chance to uh, to view this weekend. Actually sat down to watch it with my wife, and about halfway through, she said, "I don't know that. I don't know. I can take it. I mean, it was it's there's a barrage of what's going on. But here's here's the thing: you got to know what's happening in classrooms." We have joining us this afternoon on Southern California Live, one of the producers of this documentary, Rebecca Fredericks, is on the line with us. And let me welcome her. Rebecca, welcome to Southern California Live. Hey, Bob. It's great to be here. And it's Friedrichs. Excuse me. Thank you for correcting that. Rebecca Friedrichs. And you know about this subject uh, up close and personal. You were a public school teacher for how long? I taught in California public schools for 28 years. My husband taught for 42. I would still be there if it wasn't for the corruption that's going on in our schools. 
thanks to so-called teacher unions who claim to represent teachers, but they don't. So we spend all of our time exposing what's really going on and helping people to understand uh, the problem in our schools and how to fix it. You were the lead uh, plaintiff in a, a lawsuit, lawsuit brought against the California Teachers Association that went all the way to the Supreme Court, ended up in kind of a split decision, an unusual split decision at the Supreme Court level. But but what what was the basis of that lawsuit, and are the issues that you were bringing five years ago still present in the school hierarchy today? Well, thank God the issues have been dealt with for the most part because another case was built on our case and was able to bring it forward. We, we got the ball to the one-yard line, and they ran it in for a touchdown. So what happened was our, our case, which we actually sued the CTA and the National Education Association, 10 California teachers, and we said, hey, none of us should be forced to fund unions that are actually damaging our profession, abusing our students, destroying our schools, undermining parents. And uh, so we sued them, and our goal was to end forced unionism for every government employee in the United States of America. And that dream came true in June 2018. Every government employee, including teachers, was freed from being forced to fund government unions. Now, they might still have a government union in their government job. Most likely they do, but they don't have to fund them anymore. Most people don't know that. So we started an organization called For Kids and Country, and our whole goal is to educate people that, hey, you don't have to pay these corrupt unions anymore, and you won't lose your job, and we can help you, and we can find you friends to stand with you. And uh, so that's why we made this movie, to help educate more people on what's really going on in our school. That it's not good teachers doing these things to our kids. It's activists who are promoted by the so-called teacher unions, and that we can stop this by getting unions out of our school. And lest anybody think you are overstating the case, no less than Los Angeles Magazine back several months ago ran a profile with the uh, the head of the L.A. Teachers Union and, and kind of laid it wide open. I mean, Los Angeles Magazine is not known for its highly conservative viewpoint, right? And and here they run this interview with Cecily Meyert-Cruz and all of a sudden, parents are, are reading this and going, hang on just a second. This is a person with a an agenda and and uh, really, really driving this at, uh, at breakneck speed. That's right. And one of the things we show in our documentary is that these so-called teacher unions are, are actually pushing a socialist communist agenda through our schools. And they are, uh, well, let me explain it this way. Our founders told us the only way to keep a free republic is with a well-educated and moral citizenry that can self-govern. These unions are directly attacking our republic by purposely undermining our educational system, indoctrinating our children instead of teaching them accurate history and accurate science and uh, teaching them how to read. And they are undermining the family by sexualizing children. They want to undermine our morals. And um, they're doing this all on purpose because they don't want our free republic to thrive. And they really do have a a very um, hardcore political agenda. And most teachers and most government employees have no idea that they're being used to fund this agenda. So um, we're hoping that more people will awaken. This is the silver lining of COVID is that it started awakening people to things that have been happening for decades in our schools. And uh, they've gotten to a critical mass. So we're hoping that many will learn the truth, will come out and see whose children are they. And by the way, there are other opportunities to see it that I can share with your audience. 
So, so explain that. If somebody can't go tonight, what are the other ways that they can view this documentary? Yeah, so they can go to whoschildrenarethey.com, and there's several things they can do. Number one, they can click a button that says, bring to my church. And it's not just churches that can show it. Schools can show it, community groups, but that's the button they click. First of all, children should not see this movie. I wouldn't recommend it for anyone under the age of 20 because of what we expose, especially in the sex ed. But um, you can actually host an event at your church, your home, or your, your community group, your school. And um, it's a ticketed event through uh, this com website. You can do that from today through April 14th. And then if you sign up for um, updates, then you can find out how the movie is available after that 30-day window. And, and you said not for children, not for people under 20, because and, and I remember I know the part you're talking about where a, a list is read of uh, male and female genitalia and the and the, uh, the the crude names that are associated with that. And I'm listening to this and, and wanting to cover my own ears. And then th- this is what's being used in classrooms with 11 and 12 year olds. Well, and, and I want to clarify that again. Most teachers would never teach this stuff, not in a jillion years. But what the teacher unions and their political allies do is they pass laws. Here in California, they pass a law called the California Healthy Youth Act, and there's really nothing healthy about it. And they require that schools teach something called comprehensive sexuality education. Well, most teachers, when they are um, shown the curricula, there are six different curricula that have been approved. They're all equally abusive of children and of teachers. Most teachers say, no way, I'm never going to teach this. And so what the unions and their friends have done is they wrote into the law that if teachers are unqualified to teach this, then the experts can be brought, on, brought into the school. So many schools have um, contracts with Planned Parenthood, and Planned Parenthood will gladly come in and sexually abuse your child in the classroom with inappropriate information, um, things that we probably can't even talk about on the radio and that I'm embarrassed to talk about, too. I always apologize to groups of men before I tell them what's going on, but... Our men need to know so they can stand up and put a stop to this. And again, it's the teacher unions that are behind it, not teachers. It's these so-called teacher unions who collect billions with a B annually, tax-free, from educators and push this nasty, abusive agenda. So we need to stop them. We need to help people to union exit. And uh, when they go to whosechildrenarethey.com, they can click on Join the Movement in the menu items, and that will bring them to our For Kids and Country site, where we actually teach people how to adopt teachers and educate them, and we help teachers to get out of the unions, union exit. We help anybody. Anybody can come get out of the union through us. And uh, we just really empower people. We, we need to stand against these unions and remove them from our agencies and our institutions, especially our schools. Rebecca Friedrichs joining us this afternoon. She is one of the producers of the film that is showing in theaters tonight and is available for showing to groups. You can find out more by going to whosechildrenarethey.com. Go see it in the theaters tonight or use it in a, in a group setting to make people aware. And I, I had to wonder, Rebecca, I, I thought to myself as I was watching the film, I would imagine some will say, you have cherry-picked the, the worst-case scenarios that may be happening in 0.3% of schools across the country, but you're really blowing the whole thing out of proportion. Is that accurate? I'm so glad you asked that question. This movie would have been, you know, two days long if we'd included all the people who wanted to share their stories about what they've seen across the country. Um, no, we didn't just cherry-pick. This is happening nationwide. Actually, uh, thanks to the United Nations, this is happening in other countries, too. Um, it's, it's really an agenda uh, to 
to undermine parents and to take over our children. Uh, in America, it's an agenda to undermine our free republic, um, to make our children good little collectivists who will do whatever they're told by the system. Uh, we're not overstating it. This is happening nationwide. Um, the so-called teacher unions put millions into school board races, and if they control your school board, they control your superintendent. They control, this is why parents go to all these school board meetings and they're ignored and abused. It's because those school board members have been put in office by so-called teacher unions, not teachers. So um, this is a big problem, and it's been a problem for many, many years. The unions got their stronghold in the 1960s. Um, they also bullied the PTA into a stance of neutrality. So the PTA is not a, a line against the unions. They have to go along with whatever the unions want. So they really undermined us in many ways, and, and we're not overstating it in any way. There's a lot more we can say. Rebecca, you brought up uh, school boards, and we've seen in the last year a lot of school board meetings. We've watched on YouTube parents going to their school board meetings and, and talking about everything from masks and vaccinations to critical race theory and sex ed in schools. And now parents are starting to say, I'm running for school board. And we're seeing, like we saw in San Francisco, school board members be removed, like we saw down in Dallas, where there's been there, there have been school board members replaced with more conservative moms and dads who are saying enough is enough. Are we starting to see a movement that's turning local school boards around, do you think? Yes, and it, I'm so thankful for this. So I've been in this fight since 1987, and for so many years, there were just a few of us who were you know, pushing back on all of this, and people thought, you know, we were crazy and we were wearing tinfoil hats or something. They just didn't believe us. And so thankfully, because of the COVID nonsense, they've seen the truth. And yes, parents and teachers are standing up nationwide. The folks in, in San Francisco, I'm friends with some of those folks who, who just, you know, stood together as a community and fought. They said enough is enough. So what happened was parents, sadly, um, kind of fell asleep at the wheel and stopped attending school board meetings. They thought, oh, everything's fine. The school board's got my child's best interests at heart. And a lot of teachers were fighting on the inside, and, and we would get bullied, and the unions used mafia tactics to shut us up and, and uh, to isolate us. So, and a lot of teachers were just too afraid to stand up. So there's been a lot of fear. There's been a lot of uh, naivete, people that didn't know what's going on. Now they're awakened. A sleeping giant has been awakened. We hope and pray that this movie will awaken even more and that more and more people will find the courage to stand up and do what's right to stand against these unions. Yes, please run for school board. Don't let the unions give you any money. Stand against everything they do. And run as a slate. Run together with two or three people so you can flip those school boards. That's a great thing to do. And be aware, once you win, the unions will try to chase you out. So your whole community has to get educated that the unions are the problem so that they will be aware of the attacks when they come. And and you're you're identifying the unions as as the problem. You're saying all of this is coming in through their their uh, their auspices. This is this is they have an agenda that's beyond teachers getting good salaries and paid time off. They one hundred percent have an agenda, and if people want to see it for themselves, there's a lot more they can see. But if they come to our website for kidsandcountry.org and click on Join the Movement for Kids and Country. We have several buttons, and one of the buttons is called Evidence, Union's Political Agenda. And people can read for themselves uh, four years' worth of new business items that were passed by the National Education Association. I think they'll, sh- they'll be shocked to see that the teacher union stands for open borders, defunding the police, a Medicare for all. They stand 
uh, they only support progressive, what, what I would say regressive, um, uh, Democrats who push this, um, this whole agenda. They, they stand for critical race theory. They stand with all sorts of far-left organizations that have invaded our schools. Um, schools should be run by parents and teachers who are serving parents and children. Schools should not be run by special interest groups, but unfortunately, they are. We have groups like Southern Poverty Law Center, Planned Parenthood, ACLU, working with the teacher unions, and many other groups, Healthy Team Network, which is not healthy. We exposed a little bit of that in the movie. So there's just a lot of, of chaos going on in our school, and it's because parents aren't in authority anymore. So we need parents to get in authority. We, you know, and, and I ask parents, you know, we need to stop thinking about the government um, educating our children. We're supposed to educate our children. However, we, we do that. You know, we, even if we can't lower the taxes and, and, you know, pay for it ourselves, our child to go to a private school, we need to come up with clever ideas. So we also have a button called School Options. It helps parents and teachers understand there's a whole lot more options than just the public schools or homeschooling. Lots of things you can do. And so we're trying to empower them. So those parents who are thinking, well, okay, this may be going on in some liberal enclaves like downtown San Francisco, but here in my suburban Orange County zip code, I can't believe that my my kids' elementary school, which has always gotten good marks and, and it's considered a great school, and I know some of the teachers, this isn't going on in my school. You would say what? I would say I fell for that, too. Um, I live in a suburban Orange County neighborhood that is very conservative, and our school district is a hot mess. We have horrible school board members. Um, we have two that stand with parents, and the rest stand with the so-called teacher unions. This radical sex ed that has invaded our schools, I first found out about it from a parent in Northern California who told me about it in 2000, oh, I think it was 2012, and the first teacher that exposed it was here in my own suburban conservative school district. Um, she learned about it during a teacher training where they were telling the teachers that they needed to teach this child abuse. And she said 10 minutes into it, she said, whoa, 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 where's the parent letter? What are we doing here? This is not appropriate. And uh, she was shocked that the school district we, we live in uh, was bringing this into the schools, not just piloting it, but bringing it into all the science classrooms for middle schoolers. And so um, just because you think you're safe, you think you're in a safe neighborhood, no, this is an agenda that's coming after your kids. This is an agenda trying to undermine our free republic. What is the, the most important core of a free republic? The family. The family is what a society stands upon. So they're trying to undermine the family. Don't let them. We need to stop them. We need to get our kids out of these schools, and we need to educate them ourselves and work together to educate them and stand with good teachers so that they can work with you, too, and, and aren't trapped in this corrupt system anymore. Rebecca Friedrichs is joining us this afternoon. Uh, she is a producer of the film that is in theaters tonight called Whose Children Are They? You can find out more about the film. Go to the website, whosechildrenarethey.com. I, I, I watched the film and thought to myself, can public schools be redeemed? I mean, can can we turn mm. this around, Rebecca? That's such a great question. If we can get the so-called teacher unions and their special interest groups out of our schools, then I believe they could be redeemed. 
if we do not kick those people out, they can never be redeemed. They're, they're being used. Um, you know, our schools have been, they've been infiltrated. They've been usurped. And uh, parents have been bullied and silent. Good teachers have been bullied and silent. We can't thrive that way. So um, if we can get them out quickly, we can save them. But I would, you know, this is why I say to teachers and parents, we need a mass public school exit. We need a mass union exit. We need to stand together. Uh, you know, come join our movement and uh, find out how that there are many other ways uh, where teachers can teach and even make more money and not have all the stress and the politics thrown on them, and where kids can learn and be happy and not be sexualized and not be told to hate America or, you know, in a dangerous classroom environment. You know, I taught in a suburban uh, Orange County school district as well my entire career. It was a, a lower-income neighborhood, but these were sweet parents, sweet kids, and, you know, uh, I loved them, and I saw all of this this um, uh, corruption coming into our school district because it was being forced down by the federal government and by the state. So the other thing we need to do is get the government out of our schools. They were never supposed to be there in the first place. Our founders never wanted the government in our schools. So we just need to start thinking differently. We need to go back to the way our founders set things up, get our schools back to what they're supposed to be, parents in charge, and good teachers standing with them. Well, if, if the government's out, then we have no public schools anymore, right? Well, that's right. I guess we wouldn't call them public schools. But um, the our founders knew that education was the most important thing that we needed to keep our republic. But So what they did was they made sure that every town was gifted a piece of land for their school. So the government gifted them the land. Here you go. You build your school. But the community was in charge of the school. So in other words, our founders knew that if the federal government in particular got involved with telling us what to teach and how to teach, we'd end up in the disaster we're in today. So we just have to start thinking differently. Um, the, one of the things you talk about in the movie is that the, the National Department of Education wasn't even started until Jimmy Carter. Jimmy Carter was the first uh, presidential candidate that the so-called teacher union supported financially, and his thank you gift to them was the National Department of Education. And um, the national government is not supposed to be telling us what to teach, like Common Core, and to bring in these uh, discipline policies that are literally turning our classrooms into war zones. There's so many problems we have because the federal government has inserted its, um, you know, its authority into our schools. It doesn't belong there. Schools are supposed to be local. So uh, we just need to start thinking differently and, and uh, you know, bringing our schools together in our neighborhoods. I, you know, I... I I guess you could call them neighborhood schools, but uh, you definitely need to get the government out. Rebecca Friedrichs joining us this afternoon. She heads an organization called For Kids and Country, a national movement of parents and teachers uh, seeking to restore our schools and our culture. The film in theaters tonight is called Whose Children Are They? It's a one-night-only theatrical release, but there are other ways you can see the film. Go to the website, whosechildrenarethey.com, to find out more. We're going to continue the conversation. I want to find out what you think about... um, school choice and whether it's gaining the momentum it needs. Uh, Stay with us as your Monday edition of Southern California Live continues. Southern California Live 
KKLA and KPRZ on a Monday afternoon. I'm Bob Lapine. We're talking about what's going on in public school classrooms, talking about the movie that is being shown in theaters across the country tonight, a movie that is called Whose Children Are They? And just just to illustrate what we're talking about here, a couple of weeks ago in Eau Claire, Wisconsin, teachers were gathered for a training session that was led by uh, the... Um, led by a group from the Eau Claire, University of Wisconsin-Eau Claire multiculturalism, multiculturalism and Diversity Staffers. So you can see where this is going. They came in and sat down with the teachers, and as a part of their instruction, they said that um, parents who disagree with their kids about gender identity issues are guilty of a form of abuse. The trainers encouraged the teachers to be activists, to vote, to demonstrate, to protest. One of the slides in the training session said, remember, parents are not entitled to know their kids' identities. That knowledge must be earned. Teachers are often straddling this complex situation in the Eau Claire Associated School District. Our priority is supporting the students. So, you understand what what this is saying? They're being they're they're teaching the teachers not to tell mom and dad how the kids are identifying, what pronouns they're using, what gender identification they have, because you don't deserve to know because you might be guilty of abusing your child if you found out that they have a different gender perspective than you do, and the teachers have to stand in your way. It's the question of whose children are they. Rebecca Friedrichs is joining us this afternoon. She is one of the producers of this film. She's in the film. She uh, heads an organization called For Kids and Country. And what I just described from Eau Claire, Wisconsin, Rebecca, might sound like, well, that's that's liberal Eau Claire, Eau Claire, Wisconsin. That's not happening in other places. But this is popping up everywhere. It's absolutely popping up everywhere. And it's the perfect example of why the government should not be in our schools nor should their government unions, because the government unions are the ones pushing this nightmare. So um, I don't know one single teacher or one single parent who would agree with what's going on in Wisconsin, what you just described. Yet I do know many, many teachers who have been through those same sorts of in-service training. They're all disgusted. They're all pushing back. They don't want to ever keep a secret from a parent. Uh, Good teachers are retiring early in record number. Why? Because the government has this tyrannical control over our schools through their unions. And so now nobody's safe. Good teachers aren't safe. Kids aren't safe. Parents aren't safe. Um, You know, I know teachers who are so distraught over this. They're saying, look, I can't pretend a child's a different gender. Uh, I'm going to go with truth here. And these teachers are threatened to lose their job, which is why they're retiring. So we have to step in and we have to say no more. Get these government unions out, get this government out, and put parents back in control of the education of their children. You keep calling them so-called teachers unions. Why do you do that? I say that because my entire career I was forced to pay these unions. I never had a choice to vote for them. I was never even given the option to say, you know, yes or no, do I want them? Um, uh, they have forced teachers to fund them for over 40 years until our lawsuit and another lawsuit right after us freed teachers finally from being forced to pay them. But these unions are still the monopoly bargaining agents. 
So even if you choose not to pay them, you are forced to accept their bargaining, which is all for these kind of the things you just described, these horrible lessons, uh, undermining parents, undermining teachers, harming little children. I don't know one good teacher that's for any of that, but the unions push it. So they are not pushing what teachers want. They're not really there to defend good teachers, to represent good teachers. In fact, I served as a union rep for three years because I thought, for sure we can change these problems from the inside. Oh, no. What I saw when I went to state-level meetings was that these unions are using teachers as pawns to fund a very radical political agenda, to undermine our free republic, to undermine our families, to undermine our schools and our educational system, to um, to completely um, uh, change the American way of life. Uh, they're pushing socialism and communism. And um, if people could awaken to what's really going on, I think they'd be truly alarmed and they would understand why um, these unions don't really represent teachers and uh, why we so so desperately need to stand with teachers. I call it adopt a teacher, stand with them and help them to exit these unions. Don't most teachers belong to the union today? Most teachers do, and it's because they were all forced to fund the union for over 40 years. Most have no idea that they have been freed from the union. When our case went to the court, uh, or was headed to the Supreme Court, the union started something called the Friedrichs Fix, where they were going to fix the problem that our case was causing by ending forced unionism, and they were able to pass laws here in California and in many other blue states um, that are basically run by the teacher unions, uh, and they passed these laws that made it illegal for government employers to tell employees their rights, that they no longer have to join unions. Uh, They even passed laws that the unions get updated personal contact information on all of the people in a union shop, and no one else gets that updated contact information. And they also passed a law here in California that they get 30 minutes of every new employee to browbeat them and tell them all about the unions. So most of these employees have no idea they've been freed from the union. If they do know, most are too terrified. I know many teachers who are 100% against what's going on, but they're so terrified to leave the union. That's why we started our For Kids and Country movement and asked people, adopt the teacher, stand with the teacher, put your arm around the teacher, educate the teacher. I wrote a book, Standing Up to Goliath, that goes in very deep on what uh, unions are doing to teachers to educate them. Take them to our movie, show them our movie when it's uh, you know, wherever it's available, and uh, educate them so they can see the truth, so they can escape. They've been deceived. The unions are the fox in the hen house. So help us to educate teachers and other government employees to see the truth. Uh, we can turn this country around if we can stop people from funding our, our enemies. What are teachers afraid of? What kind of intimidation is the union practicing with teachers who say, I don't think I'm going to pay my dues or join this year? I write about this in my book. I call it a culture of fear. So the teachers' unions use a culture of fear, where they use fear, intimidation, um, indoctrination, and isolation to keep people from leaving the union. So first of all, the unions, they're not truth tellers. They're deceivers. And so they deceive um, people, particularly educators, on a very deep level. Um, they, they tell educators, you're going to get sued if you don't have us. The truth is there are... Uh, independent organizations that offer better liability insurance for a fraction of the price. We have that on our Circuit Country website as well. Um, and, you know, these teachers have just been told so many deceptive messages by the union. I'll just tell a couple of stories. Um, you know, when I dared 
to say that I wasn't going to stand against um, parents having the decision on where their children go to school. Um, and I refused to phone bank uh, for the teacher unions to destroy a parent's right to choose. Um, the unions bullied me the entire year. They wouldn't talk to me anymore. They isolated me. And while we were in staff meetings and I was standing up for the kids and parents and for good teachers, not one teacher stood with me. But they would come to me later come visit my classroom, look around, is anybody here, are there any cameras here? And then they'd tell me, I agree with you. And I said, well, why didn't you stand with me? And they never could say why. They, they were too terrified. They just wouldn't stand. So if you think about cancel culture, teachers have been, in, been abused by a cancel culture, by literal mafia tactics from the teacher union for decades. They're terrified. And that's why we have to stand with them. There seems to be a, a school choice renaissance, a movement, states that are are uh, finding a way to encourage and allow for school choice and to incentivize parents to consider this option. First of all, do you see that ever happening in California, and, and can it catch on? Well, I know there's a group trying to do it right now here in California, and um, I, have, I have some uh, some positive feelings, and I have some concerns. So my concern is, with, with most of the school choice uh, narrative that we hear, they talk about the money follows the child. So uh, taxpayer dollars could follow a child into a private school, or a Christian school, or a home school. My concern about that is we, we have a very tyrannical government here in California that uh, isn't respecting parents or our rights, and my concern is that, they would, that if we do get that kind of choice, that then the government will pass some kind of law that says, well, now that that private school and that Christian school and that home school is getting government money, now they all have to teach the CRT and the, you know, all the genders and all of this, and then we'll really be undermined. Hmm. I believe people should have freedom, and I believe that everyone should be able to educate their child in the way that that parent believes their child should be educated. And I believe everyone should have the opportunity to educate. So my goal would be to work to lower taxes so that people can afford to educate their children, to work to educate people on all the different options. It doesn't have to be so expensive. Our uh, public schools waste a lot of money educating children. Uh, For example, I had my son in a private school. It was $6,000 a year. But our public school here in California, and that was in California, and our public schools are spending, I don't even know the number now, $16,000 a year or something or more. Um, So, there's a lot of ways we could save a lot of money and that we could do this as a, as a culture, as a state. We just need to get the government out of our way. Yeah, one of the things that's talked about in the film is how the, the cost or, or the amount per student keeps going up. It's, it's escalating, and yet the amount that's getting to teachers is actually going down. So just more layers of bureaucracy over the top of it. It's really fascinating. The film we're talking about is called Whose Children Are They? It's in theaters one night only tonight. It's also available for private showings. You can go to the website whosechildrenarethey.com to find out more about about the movie in theaters tonight or how you can view it over the next 30 days. Rebecca Friedrichs is joining us this afternoon. We're going to continue the conversation, and we'd love to take your calls. If you're a teacher, if you're aware of these situations, if you've had your own frustrations or concerns, issues you'd like to bring up, the number to call is 888-52-TALKS, 888-528-2557. Lines are open, and we'll take your calls as your Monday edition of Southern California Live continues.
I don't know if it's getting better or not. Southern California Live on KKLA and KPRZ. This is kind of our state of the classroom session tonight in theaters across the country and here in Southern California. A documentary called Whose Children Are They is going to be displayed. We're talking with Rebecca Friedrichs this afternoon, who's one of the producers of that film and a former teacher. Uh, Tim, who is also a teacher, is on the line with us from L.A. Tim, welcome to Southern California Live. Thanks for calling in. Hey, nice to be here. So what's your experience been, Tim? Well, um, I mean, I could talk to you guys for an hour about this stuff, but just recently um, a few things that can kind of tell you where the state of our, um, our district. First off, you know, we're the only, I think we're the only district still requiring kids to wear masks. And when I read the article about that this morning, it was very, the, the one telltale thing was that it said the district is working with particular parties to try and figure out an exit strategy so the kids don't have to wear masks. And that there told me that they're working with the teachers union and they're working with the other unions and it's not about the kids. Number one right there. Okay. Let me let me let Rebecca talk about that. Rebecca, what what's keeping kids in masks in LA schools? Well hey Tim, I'm so glad you called. So glad to hear from another teacher who is doing what's right. Um, the, the teachers union had a backroom deal with the CDC, and it's the teacher, so-called teacher unions who actually kept our schools closed longer, who kept our children in masks. And Tim is 100% correct that it is the so-called teacher unions who are behind all of this. Um, they're not defending teachers. Teachers don't want to get, a, a, you know, a, a, a shot that's, um, you know, experimental, but it's the teachers unions won't defend them. If they're really a union, why aren't they defending teachers? If they really care about the children, why are they bringing harm to the children? So uh, that tells us that they are masquerading as teacher unions. I like that masquerading. Good, good, good play on words there. And and yeah. you, you you look at this, and and Tim, I, I'm thinking in in Brooklyn, kids are taking off their masks in in. Uh, San Francisco, I mean, all around the country, kids are taking off their masks. Why in L.A. County are we going, oh, I don't know if we can do this safely yet or not? Have we got Tim? Is Tim still there? Can we bring Tim up? Go ahead, Tim. Yeah, I'm a PE teacher, so I'm outdoors. So the one thing that L.A. Unified has done is they've eliminated the outdoor mask mandate. So the kids don't have to wear the masks outdoors. They still wear them. They And they make excuses to wear the mask. And they've been so conditioned to wear these that I look at them, I go, you guys, you're running laps. You don't have to wear masks. And they look at me like, no, I'm okay. So they've been so indoctrinated into wearing wow. these masks. It's, 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 it's kind of frightening, honestly, to see them doing this. Yeah, I would love to address that. Tim, you're exactly right. The children have been brainwashed, and this is that communist yes. agenda. They're just going to be good little collectivists. They're going to do whatever they're told. Did you know that the so-called teacher unions actually rewrote the scientific method? They crossed out that we need to use empirical evidence and repeated steps of the scientific method, and they changed it to scientific theory and consensus, and then they only accept the consensus of the radical leftists that are on their side. So this is not real science. This is fake science. Tim, I am hoping so badly that you'll come to forkidsandcountry.org, scroll down to the bottom of the page and find our email address and send us an email. We would love to connect you with other teachers like you. We even have a PE teacher on our team that we can connect you to, a male as well. And uh, we'd love to get you some, some teachers standing around you who agree with you. Thank you so much for yeah. speaking out. T- Tim, I'm just that wondering. That would be great. Have, 
Have you thought Go about ahead. throwing in the towel as a teacher over the last year? Hey, I got five years to go before I retire. I've been NLA Unified for 27. And I'm telling you, this is, I can retire now, but I'm waiting, you know, for the best benefits. But I'm telling you, it, it, this is one of the toughest years that I've had teaching. And it's not, it's the kids are a little bit off because they haven't been in school, but it's, it's the admin, it's what's coming down from the district office. And, you know, like you said, the teachers aren't getting any support. It's all about the kids. You know, and we have unruly kids in our classroom, and we've been teaching for 30 years, and it's our fault. They look at us, but they don't. They never look at the kids. There's really no accountability right now for the kids in the classroom. And I'm sure you understand, you know, the no-fail policies that they put in in LA Unified. Teachers are livid with that. And, you know, listening to you, I'm one of those teachers, i got to admit, I still pay my union dues. Because there, there's a little bit of a hesitation factor, but I think after this conversation, I got to get out. I got to do it, you know. And I got five years left. I don't know what they're going to do to me, but but yeah, it's it's, it, it's no, it really is. It, it really is intimidating. That is true. That is one true fact. Wait, Becky, you, you want to speak to that intimidation? Yeah. I just want to say thank you so much for admitting that, Tim, for, for, you know, for feeling the tug. We will connect you. If you reach out to us, we will connect you to someone to stand with you and stand with you through that whole process and be your friend. Um, it, it is terrifying, but you will be fine. And um, also, I know you got five years to retirement. I, I left early. I'm not retired. I just resigned because the system has become such a mess. It's frightening to be even in there. Uh, the unruly children, that's because your teacher union uh, worked together to pass an Obama-era policy that brought in PBIS and all this other nightmare anti-discipline. I call it anti-discipline policies. They call it, uh, uh, oh, I forget what they call it. But anyway, Obama sent a, a letter, and they completely changed the discipline. You know as a teacher, 90% of our job is discipline. The kids are, are listening and they're paying attention and they're well-behaved. They can learn. So uh, it's your union that undermines that, that brought these horrible policies in to make your job more difficult. We can also connect you with other school systems that are, you know, independent, where you might even be able to make more money and you won't have to put up with all these politics and you won't have to pay union dues. <laughs> Actually, you don't have to pay union dues at all. But uh, anyway, if you're, if you're thinking about it, come visit our forkidsandcountry.org. Click on Join the Movement for Kids and Country and just look at the little button. Uh, look, click on School Choices if you, or School Options if you want to know about other ways you can teach. We can hook you up with all those groups. And click on Union Exit if you want to learn how to get out of the union. We can help you get out immediately. Tim, thanks for your call this afternoon. And, Rebecca, if teachers like Tim all say, okay, I'm checking out or I'm going to this other district, don't we leave L.A. Unified with a, a – a, a mess of, of teachers who have a, a socialist agenda? So LA Unified is already a mess, and in my opinion, it needs to be dismantled so that, you know, parents and the community can build better schools, smaller schools. Our, our founders never meant for our schools to be these gigantic uh, industrial complexes where kids, you know, are going through metal detectors and, uh, and in danger. That was never how our schools were supposed to be. That's the union's idea of our schools. That's, you know, that's the leftist idea. Let's reject it. Uh, LA Unified has not been serving children well for years. Um, there's so many children that aren't even reading in LA Unified. And it's not because of the good teachers. It's because of the corrupt system that they're trapped in. So let's, you know, let's have it, help everybody to get out of this corrupt system. We just have to think differently. I know it's a big 
giant mess, but why not fix it? Why not start over? I think people are motivated to do that right now. Rebecca, I think I saw somewhere um, maybe a couple of months ago that public school attendance is down like 9% through the pandemic. I mean, that's a pretty you take if you take 9% out of the budget because they don't have the student enrollment, uh, that's a big deal. Well, it sure is. And I, I also read, and I don't know if I have the stat right, but I think I read that homeschooling is up by 200% because parents don't want their children sexualized and abused and, you know, to be in danger of a school shooting or whatever is going to happen next. Um, you know, there's a whole lot of money being pumped into our public schools and it's going up to bureaucracy, as you mentioned earlier. So, um, you know, they're, they're losing some, some money by some kids leaving, but they need to lose a whole lot more. The money, fall, you know, if a child leaves the school, the school loses that money. So let's pull our kids out and let's do something different. Um, these schools don't deserve our tax dollars. They're not doing a good job. They're not providing the service they promised to provide. They're actually harming our teachers, our good teachers. They're harming our children. They're harming our families. They're harming our country. So let's not let them do that anymore. Part of the reason why you're so passionate about this is because of your faith in Christ. Tell me how that intersects with all of this. Wow, that's a great question. Well, many years ago, well, my whole career, I have fought against the teacher unions. I told you I joined as a union rep for a while to try to change things from the inside because none of my teacher friends agreed with the crazy stuff going on in our schools. Um, and it, there was at one point where I was praying, God, would you please help us? You know, these unions are, are they're really bad and they're, they're lying. And I keep reading articles in you know the newspaper that they're so great and that they're doing all these wonderful things and that's not true they're harming us so i prayed and asked god could you please please you know help us expose this and god basically said well how about you do it and so that's when i started that was 2012 i started writing editorials to expose the unions for what they really are and i knew because i had served on the inside i had taught for so many years i had been bullied by them my friends have been bullied by them spit upon by them uh, barred from committees, all kinds of stuff. So I started by writing editorials, and within six months of that, I was serving as a plaintiff in our lawsuit, Frederick versus California Teachers Association. And, and then I felt God calling me to write a book to educate teachers and parents on a deeper level so they could understand uh, what's really going on in our schools. So I wrote Standing Up to Goliath, and, um, and that kind of started just this whole uh, journey. I, I, my husband and I started... For kids in country, kicking and screaming, we didn't want to start a nonprofit. It's a lot of work, but uh, no one else was speaking for teachers, and no one else was, um, you know, most people were too afraid to speak against the teacher unions, but we knew we could because we'd been their victims. So um, that's just kind of how God led us on this journey, and and He continues to do so, and and we rely on Him and are honored to be vessels who are speaking the truth in a very dark world and. Mm-hmm. We're praying that um, that this truth will lead to some change and lead to people standing up and doing what's right for their children. For their Rebecca, and their Rebecca Fredericks joining us this afternoon. Thanks so much, Rebecca. The movie is called Whose Children Are They? In theaters tonight, go to whosechildrenarethey.com for more information. And, uh, and again, thanks for the call this afternoon. We're going to continue the conversation talking about the importance of Authentic Manhood, as your Monday edition of Southern California Live continues. 
Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.